of your work. On this show, we meet people who have carved out success by their own definition. I'm David Cadavy, best-selling author and entrepreneur. This is a mini-episode in which I will share some content that I've written elsewhere on the web. This is a solopreneur's manifesto. I am a solopreneur, and uh, I like it that way. I didn't always do things this way, but have learned over time uh, why I like it so much. And so I wanted to share that with this article. And you can find it uh, by Googling the Solopreneur's Manifesto. It'll be on Cadavy.net. I've also published it on Medium, which I've started to publish some thoughts on. So here we go. Before I get started, I just want to take a moment to thank those of you who uh, took action after the last episode. I I told you about the ways that you could support the show, a couple of them being uh, that you could uh, sign up for a free trial at uh, for Treehouse at cadavy.net slash treehouse and a free trial of Audible at cadavy.net slash audible. I just looked in my reporting dashboard and, and saw that Quite a few of you actually did take action on uh, signing up for the Treehouse free trial. I hope that you do enjoy it. They do have a lot of great content on a lot of different subjects. Uh, one strange thing is that it doesn't appear that anybody signed up for an Audible free free trial. Now, I don't know whether to attribute that to it being saturated. All of you maybe already have Audible memberships, um, but Audible is excellent. And I highly recommend it, especially if you're somebody who listens to audio like you're doing right now. So I just wanted to express my gratitude for that. And if you haven't yet, uh, please consider those trials if, if they're of interest to you. Also, reviews on the iTunes uh, store are also very helpful. And, uh, you know, tell your friends who listen to podcasts Send them your favorite episode. So, thanks. The Solopreneur's Manifesto It has never been easier to start and run a business that is all your own. You don't need employees, you don't need to raise money, and you certainly don't need a co-founder. This is the age of the solopreneur, and these are the tenets that guide the solopreneur. Money is not the main metric. Money is a feeble representation of value. It can be exchanged for some other things of value to you. As such, you can leave money on the table in exchange for something that is valuable to you, be it your time, your liberty, or your sanity. Optimizing your actions solely on money is a perversion of the very idea that the money should represent value. You will be miserable, and that will make each additional dollar less valuable than the previous. Freedom is priceless. What would it be worth to you to take a long lunch without feeling rushed? To work for Paris for a month? To spend more time with friends and family? To let only your ambition dictate how you will spend your day? To wake up without an alarm clock? The solopreneur knows that money is worthless without freedom. As such, freedom is priceless. Knowledge is freedom. Being solely responsible for running a business requires the stacking of knowledge, 
One by one, components of running a business become as automatic in action as brushing one's teeth, which in turn frees up cognitive resources for acquiring still more knowledge. As Miles Davis once said, knowledge is freedom and ignorance is slavery. The solopreneur stacks knowledge. Each thing they learn heightens the effectiveness of the previous thing. The solopreneur is prepared for whatever comes their way. Specialization is helplessness. If you are not self-sufficient, then there is no such thing as job security. Being a piece of a large machine requires honing down your jagged edges to be the smooth cog that will fit in amongst the others. This is a liability. When they're done with you, who's to say your cog will fit anywhere else? The solopreneur can embrace what makes them different and diversify the work they do, as well as their income streams. The solopreneur will never lose all of their income at once. Shareholder value is bad for the soul. Companies optimize for shareholder value. The more levels of abstraction there are between those supplying the capital and those doing the labor, the more intensely the value in shareholder value is optimized for money. If those who supply the capital aren't doing the labor, this optimization will happen at the expense of the laborer's health, sanity, and happiness. The solopreneur supplies the capital, does the labor, and determines the definition of shareholder value. Thus, they are more likely to optimize for health, sanity, and happiness. Ownership is integrity. The further the executor of an action is from the director of that action, the more likely that action is to deviate from a moral or ethical ideal. Some of the most shameful acts of humanity have been done simply because someone was just following orders, or because accountability was clouded by being diffused among multiple parties. The solopreneur owns their actions and the consequences of those actions. They can't protect their self-perception by displacing blame. This integrity keeps them honest and accountable. Friends are better than colleagues. Are you your authentic self with your colleagues? When you interact with someone who has power over you, someone over whom you have power, or someone with whom you compete, it colors the interaction. Concerns aren't voiced, feelings aren't shared, and non-monetary representations of value are discarded from the equation. This coloring is even more intense when the cost of a misstep is binary, such as being employed versus being fired, getting the one promotion spot versus not, and when there are a few other options. The solopreneur can be authentic in interactions. Their colleagues are just friends, fellow solopreneurs who share in the same experiences. They supply each other with non-monetary capital. They invest in each other without exchanging a dime. Solopreneurs achieve success by their own definition. They will spread, bolstered by robust infrastructure, fueled by their curiosities, and catalyzed by their desire for personal freedom. Here we come. So there you have it. Uh, as I read that, I realize uh, how much of this is maybe being communicated in some of the interviews that I'm doing about uh, I, I have tend to have an interest in what sort of values a person has and how they decide how they make decisions, especially when those decisions aren't based upon uh, whether they will maximize the uh, amount of money they make off of the decision that they make. So you, you may be getting some of that message from some of the uh, interviews, and there it is a little bit more explicitly in the form of this manifesto. I hope you enjoyed it.
So there we have it. Before I go, I got to ask, do you like books? If you do, I'd love to send you my book recommendations. About 90% of them will be nonfiction on subjects spanning from biographies to neuroscience. Just go to academy.net slash reading, sign up, and you'll get my first set of recommendations right away. You'll be supporting the show if you buy any of those books through the links in the email. This has been Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. The theme music for this show is CNU, performed by The Album Leaf, courtesy of Sub Pop Records. Love Your Work is a production of Cadavy, Inc. <laughs>